Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is going to be a little bit different. It's an inside look into resistance to starting something new, specifically running. And it's a different spin on an interview because it's between Jill Angie, the running coach that you met in episode 30, and me, someone who's been thinking about running for decades but is too afraid to get started. So I'm not just interviewing, but it is a, an interview about how I've been thinking through the whole thing. Now, Jill and I have been talking about this idea for a while now and trying to figure out the best way to share this experience with both of our audiences. It turns out that last week was perfect because we were both at a conference called Podcast Movement 2018. Yes, a convention about podcasts. It was awesome, and I can't wait to incorporate some of the new ideas into Women in the Middle. But the thing that was so uh, cool was that I was actually staying with Jill, so the timing was perfect. We each did a Facebook Live in our private Facebook groups, and we also recorded this podcast interview. We are each sharing this interview with our respective podcast listeners. The reason is that the interview uncovers things that are relevant to each of our audiences. Jill's audience is full of runners and beginning runners, or another category, lurkers. That was me. I was one of those. <laughs> and of course, you're a woman in the middle. And one thing that so many women in the middle talk about is wanting to do some big, scary thing, but they're too afraid to do it, even though it's something they say they want. And I wanted to take you deep inside my brain so you can see that coaches are constantly working on their thoughts too. In fact, it makes you a better coach. So I'm inviting you into my brain so that you can take a peek around and see what's going on up there. This week, I am so excited to introduce you to Jill Angie again. And if you missed that original interview, please check it out, episode 30. She's a life coach and running coach at Not Your Average Runner. One of the reasons I just love Jill so much is because she's a woman in the middle who took a big risk and left a job in corporate America to follow her dream. She knew nothing about running her own business, but she understood that she needed to make a change. Jill decided to dive in, and that's what I'm doing too. Yes, Jill was scared, but she did it anyway. She checked her fear at the door and did the work she needed to do. Jill loves her new career. She supports women, no matter where they are in their running journey, and helps them run their best life. Like I said, this is what I'm planning to do too. I know you'll be able to relate to what it's like to want to do something but come up with all kinds of excuses why you can't or why you shouldn't do it. And at our age, as women in the middle, life is short. So you know what I like to say, let's get going. Enjoy the interview. Hey there, this is Jill Angie from the Not Your Average Runner podcast. And Susie Rosenstein from Women in the Middle. So Susie and I are here in my office <laughs> in the Rebel Runner headquarters, 
And we are recording together to bring you uh, just a really, really fun series about running and being in your 50s and all the scary things that come along with that. And so, Susie, why don't you start by explaining what exactly we are doing? Well, you guys might, um, for my audience, you might know Jill because she participated in an interview a couple of months ago about somebody who did a really scary thing, left her pharmaceutical sales job, and went on to become a running coach. And that is why we're here today. I am a person who's been fascinated by Jill and her community. I have been lurking, and I have been wanting to be a runner or at least somebody who did something other than walk for quite some time now. So as a woman in the middle, somebody who is just turned 55, I thought it was time to put my money where my mouth was and do something that I've wanted to do for a long time, but was a little scared to do it. And so Susie and I have been, we've kind of been having a slumber party this week. (laughs) Susie's staying at my place while we're both at a podcast convention in Philadelphia. And we thought, what better time Tomorrow she's turning 55. What better time to like kick off her running career? (laughs) But during this like auspicious event, and by the way, if you guys aren't listening to, so for this is for my listeners, if you're not listening to Susie's podcast, tomorrow, is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the one year birthday of her podcast, Women in the Middle. So please go check that out. But yeah, so we are going to start tomorrow morning. Susie's going to go for her first run. But tonight we're actually going to talk a little about you know, what that means to her and why she's choosing to do it now and what her expectations are. And we're just going to get into all of that. So to start with, Susie, I want to ask you why you want to be a runner. Like what what is it about running that makes you want to get started? Well, and what makes me want to be so vulnerable and share it with you guys? (laughs) That is an important question. (laughs) Yikes. Okay. Well, one of the reasons I've always been fascinated about running is because it's such an accessible activity. So you really don't need to spend a lot of money on on equipment. You just need a good bra and some good sneakers and you're pretty much good to go. So that's one of the things I always find it such a barrier. If you want to try a new thing, you have to get, you know, you have to get the right clothes and you got to get the right equipment and you got to join the right gym and and make sure the classes all line up. So I like that running is um is a potential activity that you can just do on your own with limited funds. So that's something that's appealing. And, and I think it might be something that, um, one thing I've learned lurking about in Jill's community is that you don't need to be like a marathon runner to be a runner. So I like the idea that I can kind of find my own speed and it might be, I'm hoping that it's, it's an activity that I can do for a long time. So I think those are the reasons that I'm looking for something where I can limit the number of of excuses I have. And I really wanted to talk to women in the middle about this because I know sometimes when you listen to podcasts and you find people that you want to learn from and be inspired by, it seems like, you know, they're perfect. And I just want you to know that I am not perfect. I am working also on being a woman in the middle who's, who's being future focused and living my best life and being very intentional. And I, um, you know, have not been happy with the way I, I had this idea of something I wanted to do. And I can see that some fears and thoughts and things are getting in the way from doing it. So that's another reason I did want to just share it. And at 55 double nickels, I just want to really do it. Just finally do it. I love that so, so much because 
I know that there's, I mean, you've been in the Run Your Best Life community since September. So we're coming up on a year um, <laughs> that you've been <laughs> in a running coaching group. And I, I mean, I know that there's a lot of other members of the Run Your Best Life group that are feeling the same way. Like they joined because they were excited about doing this new thing, but then it seems a little bit overwhelming. So I thought it'd be really fun for Susie to share her story, especially at age 55 too, right? A lot of people think, oh, once I turn 50, I'm too old to try something new like that. And you're definitely not. So, okay. So let me ask you this, Susie. Are you nervous about tomorrow morning? Oh my God. Absolutely. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I had knee pain and I kind of was like, oh good, I don't have to run, (laughs) which is crazy. I mean, I was also scared about the knee pain, but I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to dissect this whole thing because it's definitely something I want to do, but I am scared and I am a little overwhelmed for sure. Yeah. And I think that's pretty normal when you're trying any new thing. But so let's, let's figure this out. What do you think it means to be a runner? Well, right away, the thing that pops into my mind is, like I said earlier, a marathon runner. So somebody who's very athletic, very disciplined, and somebody who can do very hard things like go really long distances. Now, I know, like I said, from lurking about that there are all different ways to be a runner, but that is the image that comes to mind. As much as I don't want to have the right clothing, somebody with the right clothing comes to mind and somebody who, you know, goes out when it's really cold and goes out when it's raining and and just lets that discipline guide them, that's the type of person. And that is what scares me because I hate the cold. And I don't know, I I just can't see myself getting up every morning and doing something like that. Well, and (laughs) by the way, Susie, we're going to get up at 545 tomorrow morning. Oh, fun. It will be dark (laughs) and it will probably be raining. So you're going to get like all three of the things. But I, you know, well, I think we should do a Facebook Live tomorrow morning when we do this so that by the time this podcast episode airs, we can put a link in the show notes so people can like actually see what happened. (laughs) If you guys could see the look on Susie's face right now. (laughs) You can't even believe how bad the weather is in Philadelphia right now. I haven't been in Philly in several years and I'm from Philadelphia, but the weather is crap. Like it's raining every single day since I got here. It's humid as all like it is gross, hazy, hot and stupid as we used to say growing up. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, ditto, agreed. Okay, so so we understand, I, I mean, I think I can understand when you view a runner as somebody who, you know, goes really long distances and does all, you know, like gets up at early in the morning or runs in the rain and the snow. Like, of course, no wonder, right? No wonder you've been avoiding doing this. It sounds horrible. It does sound horrible. <laughs> So, um, so what we're going to do is make this really easy for Susie, which is what I do as a coach is I make it easy for my clients to start running. And we're going to start out with some really easy intervals, we're going to run a little and walk a little and run a little and walk a little. And uh, so that's just sort of a preview of what we're going to be doing together. But I kind of want to get back to, you know, you've had this idea for a couple years, because you and I've talked about you running for at least two years. Yeah, two years, I think. And so, and then we talked about it. And then you joined Run Your Best Life in September. I bought a bra. She bought a bra. She bought <laughs> Ninel bra because <laughs> that's what you got to have. And um, and then in January, I think we said, "All right, like seriously, let's get you started." And then I don't know. We just I mean, she lives in Toronto and I live in Philly, so it was hard for us to get together. But then we were both going to be in the same place at the same time. 
i.e. my apartment. (laughs) And I said, all right, we got to do this. So but I'm uh, but you know, it kind of took like your coach just saying, right, I have you under my control. But I know you took a lot of steps before we got to this point, right? So I mean, talk to me about your thought process from two years ago when you thought, hey, I might want to be a runner to like coaching your yourself, managing your thoughts to right here and now this moment where we're going to go tomorrow. Okay, that is a really good question. And it's something that comes up on the Women in the Middle podcast all the time, because basically, what we're looking at here is regret proofing, right? So I had an idea of something I was a little bit fascinated with. And as soon as I thought about it, I had all these thoughts that pop into my head that squished it down. They were basically dream stealers. That's what we talk about. So the first thing is I'm too old. I don't want to get hurt. What if I look stupid? What if I fall? What if I hate the cold? What if I make a commitment and I can't keep up? What if I get into this running community and I look like a dork? What if I don't accomplish anything that is as good as what everybody else accomplishes? So all these thoughts are spinning around in my head, uh, rather than, you know, doing all the stuff that we talk about in the podcast, which is to really be aware, well, I am aware of the thoughts, but I let them slow me down. And then when Jill and I had a bit of a hiccup with technology, as we were thinking, We had this great idea of how we were going to share this between the two communities and the two podcasts. And we we had a little bit of a technology hiccup and I was so relieved. I was like, oh, good. I don't have to run yet. (laughs) So one of the things was I bought the bra because that was a big hurdle for me. I'm like, I can't stand, I can't stand when my boobs are moving around when I'm trying to exercise and it's just so uncomfortable. Uh, so that's one thing. And, and Jill assured me that there's this beautiful Enel bra, everything's locked and loaded, everything's under control and comfortable, which is true. Yes? Amazing. Yes. Also, if you want to get one for yourself <laughs> and you go to the Enel website, put in code Jill Ship and you'll get free shipping. <gasps> that's amazing. And they come in pretty colors. So that is a, a really huge tip. And then the other thing is, another thing that... Um, Many of my clients tell me that they do, and you tell me if you also do this, is that you become an avid consumer. You start buying things, but you don't do the thing that you really wanted to do. So I bought Jill's books. I joined her running group. So I (laughs) am a running coach and I haven't taken a run. Uh, I did buy the bra. I didn't use it for any other types of exercise, but I bought it. So I started, oh, and my sneakers are fantastic and they match my bra. So I bought all this stuff and I started to feel like a fraud, but I was like inching my way into the community. And I still had this idea that it was something that I wanted to do, but I was secretly relieved that it um, was taking a long time. But then when the podcast movement convention came up, Jill and I were both very excited to go and it was an opportunity to hang together and, and do, you know, do some talking about our businesses and, and, and I was able to get free accommodation, but I knew that the price would be I had to start running. <laughs> I love that the price of admission is that you have to go for a run with me. <laughs> I should just do that. That should be what, what everybody should have to uh, do to stay at my apartment. <laughs> and actually, it's funny. I mean, I, I know my followers know that I've been, um, you know, I got my boyfriend to start running. And so <laughs> the price of dating me also is apparently you have to become a runner. So. Be warned, all of my listeners out there that are like, oh, I'd really like to hang out with you sometime. Like, this is what will happen. Now, we did walk the last two mornings at six in the morning, so I was getting all warmed up. Yes, we did. We walked and we got Starbucks. (laughs) 
So I, I mean, Susie, I think you actually did a really good podcast episode recently on sort of, what do you call it, being a grown-ass woman? <laughs> That's right, <laughs> episode 56. I'm so glad you brought that up. So the, the idea is, is that sometimes you get these thoughts where you just want somebody to save you, or you don't think you're big enough or old enough or that you can handle whatever it is, and then you just kind of forget, and then it pops into your head. You're like, hey, I'm a grown-ass woman, I can handle this. So that's kind of what I've been thinking about running. It's like, hey, I'm 55. This is something I've wanted to do. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can figure out how to make it work on my own terms. Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So let's break it down. I mean, tomorrow morning, we're going to get up. Like, let's talk about the logistics. So tomorrow morning, the alarm is going to be set for 545. And we'll get up. We'll get dressed. We'll have our clothes laid out the night before. Um, I will inspect Susie's gear to make sure it's appropriate, but I'm sure it is. Um, and then we'll just get up, we'll get dressed, and you know we'll have our phones charged the night before, and then we're just going to go out. We're going to, um, I mean, I live on the fourth floor of an apartment building, so we're literally just going to like walk downstairs and go out the front door, and then we are going to take a five-minute walk to warm up, and we'll start out, you know, it'll be a leisurely pace, and we'll pick up the pace a little bit, and once we hit five minutes, we're going to start doing run-walk intervals. And so that's going to look like 30 seconds of a very relaxed jogging pace. Susie's nodding her head emphatically (laughs) here. Um, 30 seconds of a relaxed jogging pace, and then we're going to walk for about a minute. And then we're going to do that 10 times. And then we're just going to cool down and go directly to Starbucks. So, see, you get Starbucks. I will buy you Starbucks at the end. How's that sound? Oh, fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I buy everybody Starbucks. <laughs> so, so that's really what it's going to look like. So, when I talk about it that way, tell me how you think and feel about that. Funny, I was very tense when you started to talk about it, but then I, I did relax. Like, I like knowing, and one of the things I've learned with some of the thought work that I've done with my own self-coaching is that when you start to imagine all the elements and all the preparation of the thing that you're doing, you incorporate all of it into the actual thing that you're doing. So the running, in my mind, running is not just where you're picking up the pace outside and not walking, but it's everything that you're doing. So it is pulling your clothes out, it's having the bra, making sure you have socks, the gear, the sleep, the alarm, all of it. And Because in my mind, another thought that pops in is that I'm too busy. So then when things that you want to do take longer, you tend to get aggravated or I tend to get aggravated and frustrated and and it just builds up negativity. Um, So I like the idea of thinking about the activity from the night before, all of the prep and the fun coffee at the, um, the end of it. I like that. I, I finish every run with coffee. It's my little ritual. And I mean, do you, you have rituals, right, that you do that like are very comforting. And often I think doing something hard when you follow it by a ritual that you, you know, that you really enjoy, you know, kind of makes that hard thing more, it's, I mean, it makes it more likely that you'll do it, but like it makes you start to look forward to doing the hard thing because you know, at the end is the, the reward. So uh, let me ask you this, what, because you, you exercise. I know you exercise. So what kind of, like, when you exercise now, what do you do afterwards? You know what? I have not been that great about exercise over the last year. I haven't. I got out of my tennis habit, and I really only walk. So the walking is sneakers, socks, 
Um, it's a fairly good walk. I have a, a large dog that a lot of you guys know, uh, Nico the Noof. So he can't walk during the day. So it is usually at night. He needs, he can't handle the heat. Um, but it's really just the walking, about an hour of walking uh, regularly. That's amazing exercise, by the way. Okay, I was comparing it to I used to play tennis and now I've gotten out of the tennis habit. Of course, I am still paying for my gym membership. (laughs) (laughs) I love to consume. Right? That's a good point because I think there's so many people out there that have a gym membership. They buy all the gear, they join the coaching program, and then they stop because there's something like buying the gear feels like taking action. Joining a coaching program feels like taking action but it's not (laughs) until you actually get out there and run. And I think what happens is we do all these things and then we don't use them and then we start to feel guilty, right? We think, oh, I'm wasting my money or I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm such a failure because I haven't done this thing. And we feel guilty. And when we feel guilty, we are much less likely to take action. So I I just want to encourage any, if you are out there, if you're like resonating with Susie's story right now, you've done these things like, it doesn't have to be a big complicated thing. Tomorrow's workout from beginning to end, not counting the Starbucks, will be 25 minutes. So we're going to walk for five minutes, then we're going to do 15 minutes of 30 second walk, one minute, sorry, 30 second run, one minute walk, and then we're going to cool down for five minutes. So literally the main part of the workout is only 15 minutes. I love that you broke it down that way, Jill. I like that. And I'm feeling better about it every second we talk more about it. Plus, you'll get to gossip with me the whole time. So that'll be super fun. (laughs) Okay, so I have one last question for you. And that is, what advice would you give to somebody else in your position right now that is, you know, has done all these things and is kind of like, yeah, but. (laughs) Okay, that's a great question. And I know that this is really relevant for anybody in the Not Your Average Runner community and also the, um, the women in the middle community. So basically, Uh, the main advice is to be aware of what you're thinking. So the feeling is definitely resistance for me, but it's something negative. So basically, if you want to know what is going on in your mind, just look around. So in my life, what's going on in my mind has something to do (laughs) with the result I'm getting. And the result I'm getting is being lethargic. Like I am just not taking action. I'm not running, I'm not playing tennis, I'm not doing anything but walking. And in my mind, that is not doing what I wanted to be doing um, this summer for sure. So my advice is to tune in to your thoughts or your feelings, whichever one is easier for you to access. So I know some people have a much easier time grabbing a thought. Some people have a much easier time connecting with their feelings. But just know that they're connected, that you have a thought that's creating that feeling for you and ultimately creating your result. So for me, the feeling was resistance. And I know, and I've seen this in other things, and it came out in that episode about the grown-ass woman, uh, I have this thought about looking stupid and all the other thoughts that I shared with you. And even as we're talking about it right now, here I am in Philadelphia, not in my home in Toronto, and I'm already noticing that I feel a little bit more relieved that I'm a stranger here. And I started imagining myself doing this, what seems to be very accessible, very easy walk-run interval uh, practice in my own neighborhood, and I can sense a bit of resistance. So even as Jill was talking, I was spacing out a little bit, and I saw that thought, and I can see that this feeling of looking, this thought of looking stupid is popping into my head. 
And I did talk about it in, in an episode recently about the grown-ass woman concept. So whatever is going on for you, it doesn't matter what it is, but it matters that you're aware of the thought and that you are aware of the feeling it's created. So, you know, the first step is awareness. <laughs> and that's what I would recommend. Tune into what's going on. I love that so much because we cannot change what we don't know about. And that's kind of it for us today. So here's the deal. We're going to go, we're going to take Susie on her first run tomorrow. And you can follow her shenanigans on Facebook, on Instagram. <laughs> we're going to use the hashtag run Susie run. And Susie is spelled S-U-Z-Y. So if you go to Instagram and just, you know, search for hashtag run Susie run, you can follow her journey or you could just follow her on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is midlife coach for women. And it's midlife coach number four women. And on Twitter, it's uh, Susie Rosenstein, the 50s coach. I'm so impressed that you figured out Twitter because I have not yet. So you'll have to, so I'm going to coach you on running. You're going to coach me on Twitter. Twitter scares me. <laughs> I, I have know. many thoughts and feelings about Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we know where to find you on Instagram and Twitter. And um, we're, what we're also going to be doing is popping into each other's podcasts over the next several weeks as this happens. So we're just going to, you know, like do a five, 10 minute catch up. And so you can, you know, keep listening to my podcast, keep listening to Susie's podcast to follow along. And then also Susie's going to be doing a little uh, Facebook living here and there in the Run Your Best Life group. So if you join the Run Your Best Life coaching group, you can actually watch Susie's Facebook lives <laughs> in that group. Um, and then Susie, you have a Facebook group too, where people can kind of connect with your progress. What's that group again? Um, the Facebook page is the Midlife Coach. And the Facebook group is a private group and it's Regret Proofing 101. And I would encourage anybody in my groups, anybody else who's interested in taking this journey with me, please reach out to me. And Jill, if you could... Um, you have a guide that's free. Maybe you could uh, mention that download because that might also help people just get their head around what we're doing. Yeah, actually, that's a great point. So if you go to notyouraveragerunner.com, um, there'll be a little pop-up right there that says, hey, if you're ready to get started running, you can download my free six-week guide. And what'll happen is I'll send you a free six-week training plan that'll kind of get you off the couch, up and running in a way that feels good to you. and um, you'll actually get an invitation to join my Facebook group where you can connect with all the other Not Your Average Runners and uh, Susie's in that group as well. Yes, and in Regret Proofing 101, I am going to be talking about this. And if anybody uh, is in that group or wants to join the group and participate with me, that would be great. I would love a running sister. Yeah, and so make sure <laughs> if you are going to join Susie, um, hashtag run Susie run on Instagram so that we can find you. All right, that is it for us this week. And do you have anything to add, Susie? No, that's it. I just appreciate um, your support, all of you guys. And, and I appreciate Jill's guidance and coaching. And I just want to remind you that we're all in this together. I say this all the time on Women in the Middle that we, we need each other. And this is one of those moments where I, I know that this is something this is a big, scary thing for me. It has been something I've wanted to do for a long time. And you know what? Uh, life is short. It's time to get moving. And that's what we're going to be doing together. Yay. So excited. All right. Thanks so much, Susie. Thanks so much, Jill. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. 
That's it for this episode. If you like what you've heard, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review. I can't even tell you how much I appreciate that, and it really does help other women in the middle find this podcast. Check out the show notes with more information about how you can get Jill's free one-week jumpstart running program and other links too at www.susierosenstein.com. Also, while you're on my website, if you haven't done so yet, make sure that you grab your copy of my free ebook, 10 Simple Ways to Bust Out of Your Midlife Funk. This will totally help you get going too. Let's do this, ladies, one scary goal at a time. Thanks so much for listening.